0: Hi everyone and welcome to Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy. I'm Andrew Shepard and I am very happy that you've tuned in. I want to thank you guys for tuning in for another episode and for all your love and support. Like I always say, it's because of you, you make this possible for me and I am definitely enjoying this ride that I've been on. Um, if you would like to contribute to the podcast in any way, shape, or form with questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or maybe you just want to write and say, Andrew, I don't fucking like you, that's okay. Feel free to reach out to me directly by email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G is in George, B is in boy, B is in boy at gmail.com. You can also reach me on the internets and the social medias. I am AJ Vander Tunt on all social media. That's A-J-A-Y-V-A-N-D-E-R-T-U-N-T. I will gladly read what you have to say and I hope it helps if it's something constructive. If you just want to curse me clean the hell out, feel free to do so. I can't promise I'll read through that entire message if it's more than 17 curse words. But if you're under 17, I'll at least give it a nice little glance. Um, I also want to say that if you have a chance to check out my Instagram, I have actually just included the link for my podcast on Apple. So I know for a while I was not on Apple. I am there now. Um, I've also put it on other social medias, but I know the link is steady in my bio on Instagram. So if you do want to go that route and add me, feel free to do so. I would love it. Um, So let's get the show started. So today's episode, and I do want to apologize in advance if I sound funny My voice cracks or squeaks. I am just getting over a cold, so my voice is a little prepubescent teen at some points. Kind of sucks, but I mean, you know, it is what it is, right? But today's episode, it is all about creativity. Creativity and all that goes along with it. That creative urge to walk out of your house with maybe half your face colored pink and the other half of it blue. Wearing a pair of jeans and a t shirt made from shoelaces. Creativity. I can't say I've seen anybody do that, and I kind of just gave myself the idea to try it out. I'll let you guys know how that goes. But creativity takes all shapes and forms, and everything can come from creativity. I mean, creativity. To me, I feel it's the basis of our lives. If creatives and creativity did not exist, the world would be just a blank slate of nothingness. I'm pretty sure food would just be called food product. Music, if you watch Rick and Morty, would just be human music. And color, oh my gosh, please. There would be no greens and reds and stuff. Every house would just be solid white with solid white walls, solid white floors, and there'd be nothing. So I am very happy for creativity. But to start us off, I've got a quote of the day for us. So the quote is, every human has four endowments, self-awareness, conscious, independent will, and creative imagination. These give us the ultimate human freedom, the power to choose, to respond, and to change. And that is a quote from Stephen Covey, very interesting man. Um, he passed away in 2012. He was a motivational speaker and he focused on a lot of positivity and things in life and looking for the positive side of life. Some of his things are very great. I've listened to a couple of things he's said. I've listened to a couple of things that he read. I don't support everything that he said because, you know, we all think of things differently, but I can say that this quote right here is definitely one that I think is amazing. It's a, to me, it's a great quote. And it just started off: we're all endowed with these four things. We can all be self-aware. We all have a conscience of our own independence, we can all express that and have it. I mean, as soon as you are born, you start expressing your independence just by crying to say, hey, I need something. Even though you're calling for help, it's your own individual personalized way of calling for help right there. That's independence to me. Um, And then we have creative imagination. Everybody is imaginative and can create. Creativity is not just a standalone thing for a certain person or a certain group of people, which is just amazing. It's like this network of ideas that we all share that maybe we don't even know we share yet, or there could just be multitudes and multitudes of variations of the ideas. So I started off, you know, what is creativity? And I kind of explained it myself with the baby crying of what I feel creativity is. And another interpretation of it is creativity is that moment in your head where you are just thinking of things that maybe you've never thought of before, or maybe you've thought of them before, but now you're just adding to them like building blocks and things. So for me, being creative is I could just be sitting at home and I'm thinking of an idea of something to wear or to put together for drag or something. And then I develop something right then and there. Maybe from pieces of clothing I have already in my closet. Or, hey, I decided to go run out to the thrift store and let's grab some parts and just start throwing some things together. We're going to stitch this thing up like Frankenstein and then have a good time. Keep the torches away from me, please. If you are not familiar with that, please research Frankenstein. That's all I'll say. I love Frankenstein. Very, very great individual. Um, But when you're being creative, I feel it's something that is personalized to you when it's your creative process and when it's in your head. And it's a world that is boundless. Your creativity can be boundless Even if you get stumped at some point, there's no limit to how much you can create. And I just think that's beautiful. I just really think that's beautiful because creation isn't just the physical manifestation of something. It's also that psychological side that maybe we will never, ever see, ever, ever, ever. Or maybe we're witnessing it and nobody ever noticed it. You know, one way that I do look at creativity is the way you present yourself to the world. So let's say you never change up your clothes. Let's take me, for example, when I'm just in my day-to-day life, black t-shirt, jeans, and sneakers and or boots. That can be topped with a hoodie or a jacket or something, but the base is always the same. Black t-shirt, jeans, sneakers, or boots. That's it. So in my head... Sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna wear the same thing, but maybe I wanna portray something different. So I'm gonna do something creative that maybe I haven't done or have done, but I'm just gonna combine it with this current outfit. One thing that I would do is maybe throughout the day, I pronounce all my E's like A's. Makes no sense to anybody else, but to me, that's just my creativity at work to create a kind of new persona. Or, you know, the times when, boom, I pop up somewhere and drag, boy drag. Or maybe I just threw something on that is non-gender binary. To me, that could be creative. I mean, I could still be the exact same Andrew. No voice change, nothing. But I decide to switch up what I'm wearing. To me, that's creative. And then creativity can still be the same as doing the same day to day. It could be. I mean... One way that I do look at creativity when it comes to having those creative thoughts in your head and then starting to express them, I hated drinking water as a kid. Couldn't stand it. But I had this one cup that I just loved. Everything tastes good out of this cup. So anytime I had to drink water, I put it in this cup and I'm like, oh, this tastes amazing and I can drink this, even though fish fucking it. I did think that way as a child. But I knew that this helped me drink the water and it was my own creative way of making it easier to drink because my mom would not let us go play outside in the incredibly hot weather without at least drinking a cup of water. I have to say it probably saved my life. I probably should have had heat stroke about 45 times. (laughs) Now, part of being creative, and it's something that I've seen a lot and I've heard a lot, is playing by the rules and breaking the rules. Now, the rules to me are bullshit. Playing by the rules, I have seen it interpreted as many different things the way that I have interpreted is that you are keeping yourself with inside of a box. The box is not a negative because you can still create inside of that box. You can still put something beautiful inside that box. And being outside of the box Same thing. You can do whatever you want outside that box. So when it comes to playing by the rules and there being rules, I mean, you know, if you want to follow the rules, great. If you don't want to follow the rules, great. I don't really feel that there are rules to life as far as, you know, I'm not talking about laws, but rules of how you express your happiness, how you ever express whatever you're expressing. I don't feel that there's rules to that. Um, Especially if it's not hurting anybody else in any way, shape or form. So the rules to me, I feel when you're being creative, just throw them out the window. Whatever rule is there, okay, it's a rule, but it can't stop you from still doing what you want to do. And having those ideas come to you the way they do. Um, and then making your own trail. This was a concept that you know, I've seen tons. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen the quotes about blazing your own trail and everything, which is always a great thing. Bra- blaze your own trail. That's one thing that can't comes up a lot when I hear discussions about creativity or into implementing something new is making your own trail. I feel it's a great thing to hear and say and people do. And one thing that it took me a moment to acknowledge, and I hope a lot of people acknowledge it themselves, is trailblazing to me is just waking up the next day. You have now stepped onto a path that you have not walked on yet. If you have walked on it and you're a time traveler, please send me an email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. Because if you have relived an experience already, I would love to talk to you about it maybe let's go on a date. Let's go get some chicken. And if the chicken gives us salmonella, we can go right back and rewind, go do some time traveling. I'm all about it. So if you've been there, talk to me about it. But I do feel when you wake up and start your day, you have already initially started blazing your own trail. No matter what happens, no matter if you're doing what you did yesterday, as far as your daily activities, it's still a brand new day, a brand new time, a brand new era. Um, And I just feel when you start expressing your creativity, you're making your own trail no matter what. There's no one else in this world who can do what you do the way you do it. And that's how I've always viewed it is just you doing you is creating that trail. So acknowledge those things. Acknowledge that that trail is being made by you. So then sometimes you have to find a way to express your creativity and this is one for me that I didn't understand until I started to play instruments and get into music. So as a kid, I always had tons of energy and I just get into shit and just do things just because because I didn't know what to do. And some of those things could just simply involve me making a sound or some kind of music off of some item. Not caring that it's annoying the people around me, but to me it was like, oh, this energy that I can't sit down at, maybe I can clap it out. I can grab a straw and make a whistle from it or something. I remember there was even one time I took a set of just pots and pans and was literally just banging with them, making beats and stuff for almost two hours. I got my ass whooped. Deserved the spanking. It happened. But it didn't stop me. (laughs) so it's a good thing I mean for me that whole experience of not knowing to do with my energy and then starting to play an instrument which I play the clarinet and the piano and I played both of them for 15 years now I had an outlet at that point I had all this energy and all this creative stuff in my head but I didn't know what to do with it and the first time that I sat down at a piano and started hitting the keys and I'm like Oh my God, what's in my head is finally making sense. It just all started to feel so good. It was just like the warmest hug ever from the not newest born puppy, but a puppy that just turned maybe five weeks old. Not six weeks to the point they're starting to get a little like ready to not be puppies, but still happy enough to just cuddle with you just to because. Not because they can choose to cuddle. (laughs) Um... And then after I found my thing that helped me express my creativity, then I got deep into it. So I've been playing, like I said, for 15 years. And that didn't just come from just that initial spark of creativity, me getting out the energy and saying, oh, on to the next one, which there's nothing wrong with doing that because there's people in this world and I'm the same way. I will go from one, 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 one to a whole different thing in 30 seconds and it's just how my brain works and I know a lot of people's brains work like that. Um, But as I got more in with what really helped me channel my energy and I knew it was what I wanted because I just had this feeling once I started playing instruments where it just felt like everything that I had been thinking at that point finally made sense. It was that aha moment that just really was like, okay, this is where I need to be at. Once I got there, then I had to learn how to actually start expressing it and showing my creation to the world. Now, you don't always have to show off what you created. It's a personal choice to do so. Myself, I decided to do it because it helped me enjoy even more to have a standard to hold myself to. So the way I showed off my creativity in the beginning with my music was recitals, performances, Things that put me in front of people to hear what I've created and what I've dedicated my time to. And it was nerve-wracking. It was scary. I mean, every time it's scary. Even still now, it's scary if someone asks me to play. Not even scary as if I'm just going to run off from the room like I just saw... Well, no. If I saw a serial killer like Jason or Freddy, I'd give him a hug. Um... It's not like somebody just turned on the Teletubbies and I need to leave the room. It's not that kind of scary. For me, it was like this rush of adrenaline and I'm nervous and shaking the whole entire time until I started playing. Once I started playing, all the nerves were gone, no matter what it was. Clarinet, flute, which I played for a while, saxophone, which I played for a while, piano, boom. As soon as I started performing, the nerves went away and it was like this moment right here was the only thing that mattered to me. That expression of what I was feeling and the joy that it brought to my life. That's how I knew this was the medium that I needed to be in to express that energy that I had in me. And now as an adult, I am doing it differently. I still play and I love it, but now it's more of a personal thing for me right now, my creative energy goes towards my podcast and towards me learning to get better with my drag and hopefully perfecting it. But I don't want the ultimate perfection because I feel like that is the enemy of greatness is when it's too perfect. But I want to start getting better and learning more. And I have this energy and this zeal to keep doing it. And that's where my creativity has me right now. And I feel like that's a good space to be in. And if you're in that space, congratulations. If you're not there, congratulations. Because at some point, you will get there as long as you keep going. Um, So that's just the beginning of what I feel creativity is. When it comes to creativity, there are some great things that are out there. And it kind of ties into with How to show off my creations or your creations or the creative process. And then also to see what else is going on in the world and realm of creativity. So one thing that I learned is collective creativity. Create collective creativity. And I don't know if it's an official term in a dictionary or anything, but The way I define collective creativity is when you have now aligned yourself with other like-minded individuals or people who have creative energy and are looking to foster that energy in some way, shape, or form in a supportive environment. And that's what I call collective creativity. Now, of course, I'm on the social medias and on one social media platform, Facebook, and also Instagram now. Um, I am a part of a group called The Gentlemen's Network. And if you're familiar with Facebook groups, some of them can be really great. Some of them maybe not so great. And it doesn't have always what to do with the people in the group. It could be the way that the group is handled. Maybe it's just not active. Maybe it's just a bunch of people who aren't really associating with each other. They're just kind of there to post content. It, you know, it could be a whole lot of different factors. Um, and when I joined the Gentlemen's Network, which the Gentlemen's Network itself, it is a network of gentlemen who are Black or African-American and whichever way you want to define it, um, and also men of color who may be a part of the LGBTQ community or may not be a part of that community, but still want to come together to support each other to help provide guidance, to also give encouragement, to just talk and have a safe space to express yourself. And with being a part of this group, I have felt my creativity being fostered by viewing others' creativity and them also viewing mine. And then also I felt that my creative energy has grown exponentially because I get the chance to associate with a group of men who I can clearly identify with and see that the creative energy that's inside of me is also inside of other people in this world who look just like me. And there's something about that that just it's empowering. It's great. If you are interested, I would say check out the Gentleman's Network. Again, on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, look at TG Network, I think is what the actual handle is. And please forgive me if I'm saying that wrong. I will make sure to put it in the description so you have the right one. But if you do search The Gentleman's Network on Instagram, it will come up as well. Um, with groups like The Gentleman's Network, it's so great to have that community. And when you're promoting your creative energy and trying to get more creativity out of the world and your surrounding groups, social media can be great because it gives you a platform to connect with people on a much wider frame. And in this scenario with the Gentleman's Network, it has been great to have because it lets you know that you're not alone. And I know I'm repeating back to what I said, but the other side of it is it gives you me a sounding board at the same time to say, hey, this is the idea that I have, or this is what I'm looking for. Is there anybody else out there who can relate to it? And finding that is so valuable, especially when you start to express your creativity. So check them out if you're interested. If you would like to talk to me about it first, of course, reach out to me and then we'll talk about it. So A part of being creative and the collective creativity is you want to make sure that you have your creativity in a way where you know that even when you start to invest into others' creativity, you don't lose your own. And I bring that up because it's very important to hold on to your identity, especially in a creative space creativity and what comes from it is something that is very personalized. You know, you can have a group of people, you can work with a group of people, you can be a part of that group. It's great, but you still have yourself at the end of it. So even though you have those great people that you can relate to and associate with, your creative energy is still your own. And to keep that personalized stamp on it, you want to make sure that you don't let your creativity get swallowed up by somebody else. You know, supporting others' ideas, supporting and being that backbone and shoulder and there to help people, it is beautiful. And I cannot say it enough, I love when I get to see Black people supporting other Black people. And I love seeing everyone support everyone. But seeing Black people, especially Black men, support other Black men, it's something that I didn't get to grow up with. um, Not in a way of my family didn't support each other, but I've definitely seen a lot of violence. And I didn't get to see the positivity that you get to have with other men and just other people. So it's great to see that support. And oh my gosh, I stand for it. I will literally cry. So when you have your collective, you have your group, you have the people that you're with, and you're still keeping your personal identity. Let's say you're ready to present your creative product to the world. I will use myself, for example, starting and distributing this podcast it was a task i've already talked about this before because it is something that i feel that everybody should hear um it's not easy it's still not easy and i don't think it'll ever be easy and i'm happy that it's not easy because if it was easy i wouldn't care if it was easy i'd be like whatever i don't need to summon anything for this and i'm very happy that it's not easy and with me putting something out to the public The first thing that I've noticed is it's caused me to go back and reevaluate myself over and over and over again. And I'm happy that I've done that because I've always known that I think about things and talking about things helps me understand the world that's around me. But doing it this way and presenting it to the public has let me realize that the world that's around me is also interacting with me. And it's like getting a path through a clouded or fogged forest. It's clearing up now because I've acknowledged the fact that it isn't just me all up in here. It isn't. I mean, it is because it's the way my podcast is is that this is my opinion, but looking at the way I present and organize my ideas and the creativity that it takes for me to keep going, it's let me know that it's a give and take with the world. It's a interactive practice where even though I'm presenting something that I've created, I'm also getting the chance to see how this affects other people and it's, just, it's something about it. It just makes you feel like, oh, the creative energy I put out, that same energy is coming back. And it just feels great. It's great to see. I love it. Um, I'm pretty sure that was just a jumbled thought process there. I hope it made sense. But with me putting something out to the public and knowing that now people are going to hear this and this is going to hopefully spark their creative energies and even give them a chance to talk to me about it and it changes my creative energy. It's like I'm sharpening a sword 24/7 now. And now that I'm starting to sharpen the sword, it's like whoa. It's something that can cut through air. Well, anything can cut through air. There really wasn't a good analogy. Let's say it's like a sword cutting through hot butter. I mean, I I butter my toast with a sword. Particularly a saber from like 1482. I like them. They're very nice. Historians, if I'm wrong, please check me on it. But I think it's a saber. I just love old swords. They're amazing. Now, with me putting something out to the public, it has opened me up for people to provide feedback, which of course they ask for support and whatever else can come. I would say that if you are in the process of getting ready to make something public or to open up about something or present something to the world, be prepared for responses from people, um, whether they're positive or negative. Whenever you put something out to the world, somebody's going to have something to say about it. And don't let that be the detractor from you expressing yourself. I will take, for example, Something that I have just had a great time doing. And first of all, I want to say thank you to everyone who showed me support for the outfit that I put together for the 90s party that I went to over the weekend, which is where I think I contracted swine flu. So, whoever gave me swine flu, I'm looking at you. Um, But that outfit, for me, I was putting something together where it was a 90s look and I was going to go as boy drag 90s grunge girl. It was kind of fun. And uh, I'm kind. it was a blast. They had tons of fun with it. Now, I took pictures of my outfit, which consisted of some leggings, a pair of very short shorts that I actually cut, cut off jeans, um, a flannel shirt that I actually had wrapped around my waist, and a black screen tee. Um, And then a pair of heels to make it that grunge look, you know, it, and it served its purpose very well. The message went off while well. I was very nervous that I didn't think it was. So part of the creative process for me of putting that together was the nervousness to start it off. I was nervous. I'm like, is anybody going to understand what I'm trying to convey here? I didn't get it. And I kept adding things to the outfit, taking things off, going through the whole phase of, oh, I'm just not going to wear it. Oh, fuck it. It's just the bar. I'm not going to do that. And then going back to, nope, I'm going to put it on. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to do this. That whole process was crazy. I've never really done that before, but then I've also never done this before. So it was great to feel because it was finally a chance to say, hey, going on here. So now once I finally got out the house, got to the 90s event, everybody loved it. I loved it. I didn't even remember what I was wearing at that point once I got there because I was just in that moment, in that energy, having so much fun. I decided to take a couple of pictures, throw them on the social medias, and I got a lot of great feedback. And then I got a bunch of people who didn't like it. Um, And, you know, I thank them for privately messaging me. It was very nice of them to do it that way. And I respect their opinion. It's great that you felt the need to, well, I'm not going to say felt the need. I'm going to say it's great that you felt that you were open enough and things were open enough for you to message me and say, hey, this is how I feel about what you wore. Now, a couple of things that I got were, you know, a man shouldn't dress like this you look crazy as a black man or what are you doing? This is shameful for black men. And then I got a couple of the, oh, this is just the gay agenda to effeminize black men. Those things came up. And you know what? Like I said, thank you for feeling open enough to say them to me. I respect that you have the right to your opinion, but I will not change what I'm doing. I will definitely be out in something else again, and you're probably going to have the same comments. Um, And then all the positive as well It was great. I truly appreciate it. I bring that up to say, I just simply took a picture and presented something to the world and stepped out my front door with said outfit on. When I got to the bar, nobody said anything to me as far as negative. A lot of people said a lot of positive things and I invited myself to that open commentary. Um, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, cause I didn't want to acknowledge it at first. You know, I would always be the type to get defensive and make some really snarky remark or something towards people when I would hear feedback about things when I was younger. Um, Now that I'm the age I am now, being in my 30s and understanding the world a little bit better than I did in the beginning, it has made it easier to take in the harsh criticisms. And it's also been nice to be able to take them in because it gives me a chance to breathe, understand what I'm looking at without just reacting on passion and anger. But I do say all that to say that when you do present something to the public, you are going to get opposing views on all sides. It's going to happen. And when you do, do not let that be the deterrent for you continuing your creativity. Like I always say, if you're not hurting anybody, keep doing it. Just keep doing it. You're not hurting anybody. Nobody's being hurt from your actions. And as long as you are happy with what you're doing, my grandfather said it to me before, Stop staring at your feet and stand up straight because you have nothing to be ashamed of. Now, when you do go out into a public space and you start presenting your work to the public, it is always to remember the impact of that on yourself. Um, With the criticisms that you may get, positive, negative, whatever it could be, always be self-aware of what you can handle. Now, while I said do not quit, because something happens and it's negative, don't be afraid to say that you need to take a break or step away from the criticism. You have to be self-aware of what you can take in because we are not bottomless pits. We are not empty vessels. If you are, good for you. I would suggest you enter the Coney Island hot dog eating contest. I think the prize is great. Do it. I'm all about it. But it is very important to understand what you can handle, what you can take in, and having that group of supportive people, your therapist or whoever to talk to about those feelings if they start to well up and become overwhelming for you, or even before they do. It is good to have that ability and safety uh, protocols in place, I'll say, because being creative is not easy. And a lot of times when you have this creative energy and you're starting to get it out and express it, it can be like going through puberty all over again. And if your puberty was anything like mine's, I just wanted to die. I was not a fan of it. Puberty was for the birds and I did not care about the bees. So <laughs> forget it. Now, I love creativity. I love the creative process of being creative, but I only had my view on it and I wanted to get some insight from others about creativity, what it means to them and how they express their own or even what their creative process is. I thought it would be a very, very good thing to get and discuss with people because I've always wanted to just be a fly on the wall for some of the most creative people I know and to see how do you come up with what you came up with because I just cannot physically wrap my mind around it. I don't understand it. You could literally shove it in my face or rub it in my eyes and I don't get it. I need you to explain it to me. And it's always, it is just always mesmerizing to me the way people can create and come up with things. So. A couple of people responded to me that I'd like to share with you guys, and let's just hear what they have to say. So the first person that I heard something from, his name is Al, and if you would like to follow Al, you can. He is on Instagram. Just search for at Mr. Al Pete. That's at M-R-A-L-P-E-T-E. Check him out. So he said to me, he said, lately it's been me being happy. That's been a new Oh, I'm sorry. I just butchered that whole first sentence. I'm sorry, Al. We're starting over. Okay. So he said, lately it's been me being happy. That's been a new but dope experience. I'm always creative when I'm in thought mode. But after a dope dj set, day conversation or etc, i'm instantly inspired. The inspiration has been due to aligning with other dope creators. That right there tells me everything. The inspiration that you feel out, it comes from inside of you and also being inspired by others. It's like that positivity and creative contagion that's just in the air and it's just dropping infectious bombs of creativity all over the place. That's awesome. I can agree with you on aligning with other dope people. The more people I have aligned with and the more people I've started to educate myself on and bring my knowledge up on, I'm even inspired even more every day about it. Then I got a second response, well, another response from another person. We're going to keep her anonymous. Um, if you would like me to say your name, please let me know. I just didn't know if you wanted to stay anonymous, so I'm going to keep you anonymous for right now. Um, but you're going to get my favorite girl name ever, Lola. If you don't know, I have a tattoo on my right arm. Her name is Lola. Lover. So So Lola said, I don't draw anymore. Not for a long time but I never created anything from the top of my head. Not anything I liked anyways. I was good at copying what was in front of me. I would put headphones on and draw away. I loved recreating book covers. At the time, it was Goosebumps books covers. It was a great escape. I would completely zone out. It's my other favorite thing to do besides reading. Boom. Thank you, Lola. So this right here, when I read it, the first thing I just associated with was Goosebumps. I love Goosebumps. Goosebumps are great books. You you guys, let me know what is your favorite Goosebumps book. My favorite Goosebumps book is Egg Monsters from Mars. Egg Monsters from Mars. I don't know why. I loved it. But then I also have an unhealthy obsession with eating eggs. I love eggs. They're delicious. So When I saw that book cover, instantly drawn to it. Now, the great part I love about it is Lola, you are still creative no matter what. And I love the way that you worded it that you would recreate book covers because some people may say, oh, you're just copying or that's just a copy. And that's not the case. Yes, you are looking at an image and drawing the image that is in front of you, but I don't see it as a copy because. This is you drawing it and not the same person who drew it originally. So, even though the picture and the details of the picture may end up looking the same, the way that they are drawn is not the same because your cadence of your writing, your cadence of your brush strokes and your line strokes, the way that you have these little ticks that are just in all of us that you may not notice are now in that work. That is your creative energy on that paper. Isn't that amazing? I love it. Now, the other part about it that I love that you mentioned is reading is one of your other favorite things to do. Reading is a creative process. My nephew is one of the biggest examples of that to me. So he reads, he loves to read. He's great at reading. And I've noticed times where he'll read, where he'll read what's there and then he'll start creating his own story or imagery to that reading. It is like watching just a flower just open up with just energy. It's awesome to see. I love it. Creativity. Get out. So another person that we have something from is Dexter. So Dexter, Rony said, darkness, honestly, depression, isolation, and anger caused me to write some of my greatest works. Not having a healthy outlet was actually beneficial for me for a while. The downside was that once I was no longer in that dark place, I couldn't see the story any longer. So I couldn't write it anymore. So Dexter, when I read what you said at first, I had to read it a couple of times because I didn't understand for myself what you meant. And I know it's spelled out clearly in plain English of your process and what helped you write the stories. But it let me wonder, I'm like, the darkness, the depression, those are what fueled the creativity. And it sparked my interest because I had only looked at creativity coming from a happy, positive space. It's the only way I had ever looked at it. I never looked at the fact that when someone is depressed, when someone could be sad, they're in a moment that could be considered negative or a bad place. And I say bad in quotations because bad is relative in that scenario. I I didn't think that creative energy is still there. It's still with you, no matter what. It is still there because it's all you up in that creative energy at that moment in time. It is all you. So when I read what you wrote and I could feel the darkness that was a part of it, I have to tell you, now that I understand it, it's inspiring. That dark place is giving me energy. And I hope that you understand what I'm saying because I want you to understand that energy that you opened up about. I, I More people need to hear about it you know, we do all get to those darker points into our lives. And it's good to know that even in that dark space, there is still that light of creativity that can still be there. You're never alone. Creativity is the presence of something. That's what I feel it is. I feel it is the presence of something. There is the presence that is with you that is telling you that you have the ability to create something that could not have been done without you. That is just beautiful to me. So to read what you said, Dexter, I understand it now. I get it. My one thing that I would love to ask you, and I hope that you'll follow up with me, is once you were out of the dark space, did you just give up on the story completely? Or did you put it away and wait for a dark space to come again? Or did you continue trying to write and making something that maybe wasn't going the same path as the original creation? I love to hear it because this is just, I'm an, I am just enthralled. Mentally, my mind is like, yes, I want to know more about this. So I hope to hear back from you, Dexter. Thank you for contributing with that. And we have one more. One more person, and I just, this one I related to immediately as soon as I read it. So this is from Rebecca, and Rebecca said... I always have a notepad and pen. When I have an idea, I write it down as soon as possible. And from there, I make a list of how my idea can turn into a creation. Rebecca, I am high-fiving you through this podcast right now because I am the same way. I always have a notepad with me. Even if it's the notepad on my phone, it is always at the ready. I always have something to write down. And that is because I do not know when and where an idea is going to come from. One of the things that I will say today, literally as I am going on break from work, I walk outside into the parking lot and I see a cup on the ground. There's a little piece of trash next to it. It looks like some balled up like paper from some snack or something and there was like a puddle of water I was just walking I saw it, and I saw the colors of the trash with the cup and I was like that might actually be kind of fun to put together on a color scheme of an outfit the garbage inspired me right there I immediately went to the notepad on my phone and just put in the colors that I saw took a picture of it and I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet but I'm ready I am ready. I don't know when something is just going to pop into my head. Like, it's it's crazy. It just happens. So when Rebecca um, sent me this, I messaged her back. So what happens when? You know, the inspiration can be instant. So what happens when? And I'm kind of just paraphrasing at this point because I did not notate the rest of the conversation. Um, it is on Facebook, though. If you do look at my page, you'll see it there because I just thought it was a great conversation to have. And it was only a couple of comments. But she said she's always at the ready with her notepad she doesn't know when inspiration is going to strike her. And then the other part that she said that it always, a lot of times it happens at work is to paraphrase is that it happens at work for her. I am with you. I will be at work. And then boom, like, like, it's just like, you have an idea and then there's some, like some good tone like do 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 don't make fun of my tones but it, it's that moment where it's just like I could be doing something enthralled in the email and paperwork or something and next thing I know it's like oh Andrew do you have a ribbon at home because you can probably make some ribbon gloves or something and I could be sending an email about scheduling a CPR class That's where that comes from. (laughs) But it's one of those things that inspiration can strike out of nowhere. So I always have a notepad with me, so I'm ready. Um, I just love it. I love it. So thank you guys for sending those in, contributing. I am just a huge fan of them. I love them. Um, It's just great. So with everything that I've talked about with creativity There's one last thing that when it comes to being creative, that I just feel every person should hear. And that's when it comes to being creative, your creativity is you. It's you. Your creativity that is inside of you. It is the essence of you. It's who you are, the world may not know, that you may not know, but it's there because it's you. It's your experiences. It's your failures. It's your successes. It's the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you taste things, the way you smell the air, the way you look at the world, the way that you drink a cup of water, the way water fills on your tongue. All of that is you. And all of that energy is still the creativity. It's just all inside of you. And whether you decide to share that creativity with the world or keep it to yourself, you're not wrong for that. You really are not. You're not wrong for it because it's just something that is you. If you want to share it with the world, be happy to share it with the world. And when you are in that creative space, enjoy it. Enjoy the creative space. You know, even with Derek Dexter, I'm sorry, not Derek Dexter, letting us know that this can come from a darker place or it can come from a very happy place. Whatever that feeling is, that creative feeling that you get, give it a handshake, hug it. Because if you're like me or if you can relate, that creative energy, it sometimes is the only thing that keeps you going. It can be the only thing that's getting you out of the bed some days and there is nothing wrong with acknowledging that. So I'm very happy to have here heard from people, hear from people and for all the continued support because this is my creative engine. This is my creative outlet and I love it. I can't say anything else, but I love it. Um, So that's going to wrap up today's podcast when it comes to creativity. Um, I do want to leave us with, you know, an ending quote. I will get to it. I think it's a very good quote. Um, But like always, I just want to say thank you for everybody for listening. And like always, if you would love to contribute to the podcast, talk about something, want me to talk about something, let me know. Feel free to reach out to me. On all of the social medias, I am AJ VanderTunt. It's A-J-A-Y-V-A-N-T-E-R-T-U-N-T. And then if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can send me an email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G is in George, B is in boy, B is in boy, at gmail.com. I will look forward to hearing from anyone. Um, And if you want something future on the show, like always, I can keep you anonymous. If you want to stay anonymous, please just indicate that for me. If you do want to stay anonymous, if you don't indicate it, I'm just going to give you a name that I make up and we're just going to go from there. And then, you know, if you message me later, like, hey, Andrew, I didn't want to be anonymous. Boom. Okay, I will amend it and I will come back and unanonymize you. (laughs) It's a word. I created it. I'm sticking with it. So the ending quote of the day that I'm going to leave you guys with is from Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, excuse me. And he said, creativity is contagious. Pass it on. There's no explanation needed. None at all. I love it. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. And I'll be looking forward to hearing with, what well, hearing with? I will be looking forward to speaking with you again next week. It's the cold medicine, y'all. I'm getting a little delirious. But enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Stay well. Do not get swine flu, bird flu, or whatever other flus there are. Enjoy. Enjoy.